Hi, I'm Daniel Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I'm taking the Milwaukee Bucks over the Atlanta Hawks in their Game 4 on Tuesday. BetOnline has free odds and lines available online or on your mobile device. Visit BetOnline.net today. Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit LiveXLive.com or search LiveXLive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. You think you know me? You don't. Growing up, I was surrounded by rage. This rage fueled me into a champion. But outside the ring, the rage fueled my pain. And darkness surrounded me. Out of darkness came light. The light was my path to the future. Think you know me? You will. Typhon Rant, future roller, future rolling. Why did you fight without any socks? I didn't thought that was a style. I didn't know these poor motherfuckers didn't have socks. Didn't have socks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a style. It was a style. It was a style. No socks. These poor the guys too poor to buy socks. But isn't it isn't it tough on your feet, man? Oh man, my feet look like they blew up. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, All righty, it has begun. Welcome to this episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. I'm your co-host, Triple C, a.k.a. Henry Cejudo. And I'm Mike Tyson, and who we have here is, man, can I tell you something? We have the cheek and we have the chong. And these, are, these men are legendary. These are the first guys. These are the prototypes, and they laid the footwork down for what we're doing right now. No extra so, charge. Congratulations, guys. Thank so, you, brother. Come on, guys. Let's get a round of applause here. over here. Come on. What's up? That's what I want to hear. Oh, I love you. Please sit down. Sit down. Listen, Please. listen, man. First thing I'm going to say, my balls in. Scratch my, scratch my balls. Please scratch my balls. Well, okay. Um. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. That didn't come across well on television. But you're right, Mike. Speaking about that, I mean, you guys have helped pave the way even for, you know, for the brand like Tyson's Ranch. You know, you guys have been in the industry for a minute. Getting a chance to look up your story too, Tommy. I mean, you've, I mean, you went to federal prison for, you know, for, for medicines. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. sure did. I enjoyed every minute of it. It was like, uh, yeah, yeah. It was great. Rest I, I enjoyed shit. it. Man. Did you work in the garden? Have strong and shit. Yeah, I was in Fed. We 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 didn't. Uh, get, we weren't allowed any of it, but they, they all had it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but check this out, Mike. He was saying he went to federal prison for selling bongs. <laughs> no, not selling them, shipping them. Oh, shipping. Shipping them, them across state line. It's like white slavery, but with bongs. Yeah. <laughs> and you know who wrote that law? It's across straight lines for moral purposes, you know? <laughs> you know. You know who wrote that law? Joe Biden. Jabbing really? Joe. Really? Oh, Joe. Yeah. Mm, I think yeah. they're Joe's trying to, hey, listen, I have to, for his defense, Joe's trying to come back for the, for the cannabis. He's he, trying to, he's, he, he, punch, he'll know, he'll he know he was wrong. He was wrong. He's trying to right himself. Yeah, I think so. I think I like what he's doing. 
No, I, I got I I supported Biden. You know, I, I, I got to go with the man with the good heart. Yes. He had a good heart. He was, like I said, absolutely. I enjoyed jail. <laughs> it was it was all right. What is this? Shit? We trying to get my high school my diploma. My diploma. Me too. Oh, my, GED. Did you get it? Did you get it? Uh, no. What is me neither. You know what they told me? They said just write down anything and we'll pass you. I said, what the fuck is a joke? I was trying hard, to do if you, you know, if you're lying. You didn't try. I tried hard and fucked <laughs> up, man. Fuck. They, they told me you could keep your, your computer, you know. Yeah, and you could just do it. And, and I believed them. Yeah. And so when they had the test, they took all the computers away from me. We had our own private uh, gang, a car, we called it. And four of us, we, uh, we ran the garden. You know, the, the the we grew fresh vegetables for the uh, food bank, uh-huh. not for the prison, for the food bank. So we had this incredible garden, hot peppers and everything. And then we had we order chicken from the commissary. <laughs> you buy it, Make and we cooked our pizza. own meals. And we've done a lot of prisons over the years. We've done San Quentin, Folsom, Soledad, and everybody in there capable of killing you. Yeah, Ain't that everybody. some shit? <laughs> He pulled the gun out and fired it off in prison in San Quentin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I swear (laughs) to God. We were doing a a comedy routine Uh. for all the prisoners. That was weird, man, because people would come up and talk to you and you go, look around, where the fuck are they? They'd they'd whisper, you know, because you're not supposed to make eye contact. And so it was weird. And And they're all in front. And the guys in the, what do you call it, the, the protection? Guard, the guards? The ones that got beat up, they're being protected. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're behind a fence, and they're trying to see around the corner, the, the, uh, see us on stage. But we, we did this bit, and he was Reverend Dyke. Remember Reverend Dyke? I remember Ike from New York. Exactly. And so he was he got he all my mother's. Reverend Dyke, and he was going to save somebody. And, 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 <laughs> and a girl saved a woman. We had these girls that were, were stripper dancers that were friends of, of the, the guys. Angels, the Hells Angels. The Hells Angels. Huh? This is in prison. This all is, the time. This is in, for real. No, this is for real. This, we're in San Quentin. We're entertaining the troops there. And, and, and so we had this bit where he's Reverend Dyke, and he's going to save a, a girl. And so he chooses this girl, one of the strippers, who danced before us in, 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 in the prison with the she band. She volunteered to do it. If you can follow naked women in San Quentin, man, then you've got to act. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so comes the part where he's going to save it, and I come running out from the, from the, from the backstage just like a samurai with a sword. And I come, ah, like here. And he, and he pulls out, it was part of the act, it, that, a, a starter pistol, it, a pistol. 45. 45. And he goes, pow, 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 and it has blanks in it in San Quentin. And fuck, what the? Cheech was dead, and I said, I saved her. I have saved that young lady. The fucking guards were on him. Banging the... It was like part of the act. Staying out of the thing, man. I was like... Oh yeah. I gotta ask one question. I want to ask you, man. Why did you fight without any socks? I you know. I used to see all these old time Jack Dempsey and all these motherfuckers. I, I didn't know they um they were. I didn't thought that was the style. I didn't know these poor motherfuckers didn't have socks. Didn't have socks. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought it was the it style. Is the style. It was the style. No socks. These poor. They got too poor to buy socks. But isn't it isn't it tough on your feet, man? Oh it's, man, my feet look like um. Man, I you, man, they look like they blew up. Yeah. It, oh you got man. Flintstone feet. Huh? You got tough feet, Mike. My f- tough feet. 
Look, I'm like the brother. You ever see that movie, The Brother from Another Planet, when he had the pterodactyl feet? He, he gave that girl, he slept with this girl, gave this bitch stitches and shit. She's all cut up, had to go to the yeah. emergency room. Uh, that impressed me more than anything, man. Those fucking black shoes with no socks. Oh, oh man. this motherfucker. I want everybody to think I was some kill, some fucking monster. In the town. Oh, man, that was so guys. Cool. Well, that's a, you had style, brother. Yeah. You really had style, man. You projected. Yeah, but your guys, I watched your guys for entertainment back then. Yeah, I was thank you. I was a young kid, too. I was in high school. I remember. Nice dreams. One time. Scratch my balls. He goes out of all my balls. Please scratch my balls. Man, please scratch my balls. I was prepping you for prison, man. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, this is beautiful. I want to smoke some more. Oh, there we go. How long have you been having this show going on? How long? Three years, two years. Hey, hey, Rob. It's been a, it's been about a couple years, I think. Three years. Three years? Thank yeah. you, thank you very much. Somebody's here with me. Three years. Three years. Huh? Yeah. You like it? At times. Yeah, I get it. At times. Did, did you smoke out in prison? Huh? Did you ever smoke? No, I wasn't smoking. Look, can you believe this? I started this boxing stuff, right? Yeah. And I didn't make the Olympic trial, so I was so mad. So I stopped smoking at 18, and the last time I, and then from there, 18, I must have been. How old was I in 30? I must have been 33 and 34. Oh, really? And like what? 97? What was like 33, 97, 98? That's when I started smoking. When Tupac yeah. died, I started smoking again. Yeah, yeah. It's good for you. They, that's the, oh, that's a crazy. Now I'm a fucking super duper, duper duper pothead, huh? <laughs> a stoner. Hey, how you guys going with the mushrooms these days? Uh, I don't want to... Yeah, I heard about your uh, mushroom show with Sugar Ray. <laughs> yeah, man. Those guys ain't cool with the mushrooms, man. <laughs> no, no. I don't, I don't. I think, I think it's interesting how you guys met. You guys, you guys actually met in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Canadian. Yeah. I, I'm and, Canadian, eh? Hey. Hey, Chuck, man, for some reason, hey. I, hey. why I you up? apologize? You step on my, I step on your feet and you apologize to me. Why they can't do that? And they're not like they're whips in but that's just what they do. Yeah, exactly. You know, but we, we, my, dog, like... my, my, my dog will bite me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? We have our blood sport, though. We have hockey. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hockey is a very gentleman, gentlemanly way to duke it out. Chill, they have great fighters, too, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, Cheech was up in uh, Canada being a potter. Right? Yeah, I was you sneak. got a hat to go with the potter. That's it. I was, sne- I was the only Mexican to sneak into Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, but you, you, guys, you guys met in the, in the, was it the 70s, right? No, 60s, 80s, and 69, 68. Well, I'm a three year old. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, I'm curious to see how the, how you guys is how how this whole relationship kind of developed. You know, yeah, how do you guys people... cultivate this shit? He's Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we know how to cultivate. <laughs> you can't live in California without your Mexican. Yeah, that's <laughs> so we were starting to try to start colonies there in Canada, but uh, we, and we met in Vancouver eventually. Long story short, we met in Vancouver, and Tommy was running. He started at an improvisational theater group in a topless club. And it was Vancouver's first topless club, and he changed it to be improvisational theater, but topless. And so I met him. Guys, too. And guys, too. And uh, I met him as a writer, and I started writing 
you know, okay, girls, take off your clothes. And that was the first thing I wrote. And, and that went okay. And so we started doing this improv theater every night. Four nights, uh, seven nights, seven nights a week? Seven, yeah, six? Yeah, yes. seven every night. Four, four hours of improv, but naked improv. Were you at Woodstock? Mm-hmm. No, but just before. Yeah. No, we missed that one. I wish we were, we were there, man. Which one? Woodstock. We, I was traveling with my lady from Detroit, got to L.A., met some hippies, and he said, come on, we're going to New York. <laughs> I just came from Detroit. I said, no, I'm staying here. It was Woodstock. It would have been legendary, baby. Yeah. I, go, you know, I used to live in Catskill, New York, so I would go to um, Woodstock. Woodstock. Yeah, it's yeah. Woodstock. And um, the hippies from the 60s are still there. Yeah, they're still there. We've, <laughs> yeah. we've played there again. Since yeah, we've worked there. there. Yeah. They never left. They got yeah. stuck. It's <laughs> amazing. The that was a watershed, man. Yeah. We played a gig in, in Bull Island, Indiana, which was basically just outside of Chicago. It was right after Woodstock, and there was half a million people. 800,000. 800,000 people. What is that music that we involved with the EBD, e, e, EMD? EMD. We, that's what the, um, the property you're watching, that's what that's for. It's good. Out in the desert, it'll be good. a thousand acres up there. Out in the desert, it'll be good, yeah. Oh, man. No, that's my hood up there, man. Yeah, that's, that's what we're building up there. Yeah. Tyson Ranch. I can raise chickens, too? We'll Tyson chicken. chicken. Oh, we'll, well, they no, already no. got Tyson chicken. No, we have, we have Tyson meats, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What kind? Vegetarian meat, baby. The fake oh, stuff, really? baby. Well, you know, you can get what you want up there, but we eat the... So you're a farmer? It's a general post, man. <laughs> Mike, you're a farmer now? Hey, listen... The greatest warriors ever lived were farmers. Yeah. That's who the greatest fighters in the world are, farmers. You're outstanding in your field? Huh? I haven't done that. I haven't did that yet. But <laughs> I've been humbled quite a few times. I bet. Yeah, so what do you, what do you guys think that made uh, Chi-Chi Chong such a dynamic duel? The energy, the dynamics of these two guys. Uh, and Weed. You know, yeah. I yeah, say, yeah. Uh, the need <laughs> for some of us. For us, yeah, there's a big need there. I'm so high, and we filled it. <laughs> yeah. So high. Yeah. Would you Would you agree, uh, Cheech? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was like we understood each other's backgrounds. Mm-hmm. He was raised uh, uh, half Chinese, English, Irish outside of Calgary, which what is the Indian fuck? too, in, and Indian too, yeah. and and so naturally he found the only black people in. In that <laughs> in Alberta, and formed a band with them, <laughs> and so. But Anna was raised in an all black neighborhood, and then an all white neighborhood, half and half, and so I understood that whole that whole culture because yeah, we were so both you're, raised you're blended. In, yeah, that culture. So when we came back to L.A. from Canada, just make it big. That's all we played is black clubs. And, and Cheech was such a good actor that I didn't know he was Mexican. <laughs> I mean, I really Iranian, didn't know. We didn't know, anybody, man. we didn't know what he was. Thought he was Mexican, Joe. No, we didn't know what he was because he was he was hiding. He wasn't a, being a Mexican. In, in, his name was Cheech Marin. Yeah, yeah. not Marin. Richard. It was Richard, Richard. Marin. Yeah, Richard, Richard for Marin. Sure. Although, so when really. we got, we didn't we didn't know he was Mexican until we got to L.A. and we tried doing our Canadian-born jokes in L.A. Yeah, and one show just bombed pretty bad. 
So we got to talk, and we got, hey, Cheech, come on, <laughs> you're from here. There must be a character you can do that people can understand. <laughs> yeah. Cheech told me about the lowrider, and then we we crafted that, that little lowrider car bit. And you're around. And it started out as what, about a five-minute bit? Yeah. yeah. Turned into a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, we, we both had the same thought when we saw it, we met each other, we looked at each other like, what the fuck are you? Yeah, we're trying to figure what combination of you know. How many years have you guys actually been together? Fuck. Since sixty nine. fucking nine. Yeah, I played every place you could play. Sixty eight, sixty nine, eight. Sixty nine, eh? That's our forty something. You played San Francisco in the hippie days. Yeah. The Fillmore, all those, yeah. Time goes by when you're stoned. Yeah, baby. Well, actually, it doesn't go by. <laughs> time is invisible. Uh-huh. But what is time to a pig? What is time to a pig? <laughs> time is everything to everyone and everything. Yeah. So, t- talk to us a little bit about the the cannabis business. I know both of you guys are uh, mm-hmm. have you have your own companies. Oh, my my weed's way better than his, <laughs> oh, by far. No, we're we. Oh, yeah, we got uh, reggae reggae. A reggae. Do you know what a reggae is? No. Yes. Music, right? Regulation A. Hey, Reg A. Oh, regulation A. Regulation A. Why are you fucking with my head? Are you fucking with me, man? You're fucking with me. That's what we're doing. Reggae A. We're raising money. Because we're opening up our pot shop. In fact, 420, we're going to be opening up our new dispensaries. Yeah. Well, we're there too. We're there as well. Yeah. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. We're, we're visiting family each other. affair, baby. Family affair. Yeah. For family sure. affair. That's it. And to we're going to start opening them uh, as we raise money to yeah. open them. So yeah. stick them up. <laughs> so we need people, you know, with money uh, like Mike, you know, to really invest heavily into you guys our get company. Use my property. Yeah. There we, we go. All right. <laughs> we're going to grow on this property. You heard that. Use my property. Uh, the lawyers dropped the contract. To have please. Your Thank you. Use my property, brother. Yeah, Mike. Mike, did you know that Cheech is? Uh, you're starting your museums uh, sometime this year, right? For Chicano arts. Yeah, a year from now, and it'll open a year from now. We're out in Riverside, California, and I put together a big Chicano collection of Chicano art for, uh, for years. And now, you have any we can see now on the television? Mm, I'm sure we can send you images. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So you've always you've always had that love for uh, Chicano culture, because me, you know, obviously growing up Mexican, Mike, yeah. like he's you know, teaches he's a big deal in our yeah. in our community, you know. He's like, he's like <laughs> he's a our, big deal uh, in every community. Yeah, every community. Yeah. I'm, I'm every community, but especially you friends know, worldwide. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you got a special place with the, the joint. Hey, brother, let's smoke. That's the international. Uh, line. Oh, there it is. Wow, you got it. Where to go? It's a beautiful building. It's a mid-century building that uh, uh, Riverside, uh, Riverside, California, was the richest per capita city in the United States in the 1880s because of citrus. They grew valleys of oranges and lemons and grapefruits, and and so they became very rich. And so, and they commissioned all these historic buildings. And this building that we're that we're being given to for the museum is a classic mid-century building. That's it, but what's Thank that you. explosion right there? Yeah, 
Explosion in the Bayou, Gas in the Bayou. This artist, Margaret Garcia, she's an OG uh, Chicana painter. You know, these guys have been working for a long time, you know, and, and developing this uh, explanation of that culture. And so I, it isn't a strict, you know, a, a clinical or, or, or a technical uh, a school. It's, it's, it's an ex- explanation of a culture. And the only way you can do that is you have to capture the sabor, the flavor of it, you know, because it's told from a bunch of different viewpoints, whether it's... Uh, uh, religious or personal or uh, 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 academic or historical, and then we put those all together. Who is that? Um, Diego Sanchez is that his name? Or they had that girlfriend with the one eyebrow? Oh, uh, Frida Kahlo. Yeah, but what's the guy's name? Rivera. Diego Rivera. Yeah, Diego Rivera. Pretty good too, though. Yeah, those guys are good. Those are the guys of their days. Those are Mexicans. Chicanos are different. Chicanos are are Mexican Americans, but but with a defiant political attitude. You know, Chicano was a, a, a derogatory term from Mexicans to other Mexicans. And the concept being that the Mexicans who were living down in the United States were no longer Mexicanos because they had left their country and they were living in tin shacks along how, the border. How can we fall into that game that we no longer allow ourselves to be? The white people did that too. Why, why, why is it they, that they did that? They did it to each other at that point. They called, hey, you're, not, you're not Mexicano anymore. You're something less. Yeah, you're smaller. You're a Chico. You're a Chicano. A little... Satellite Mexicans, you know? To make themselves big. Yeah, exactly. So they took it as a badge of honor and uh, had this whole cultural explanation, man. Yeah. So there. Everybody should just, you know, keep fucking... Do you sell t-shirts? Huh? Do you have any t-shirts? I have t-shirts. Oh, yeah, we do. Chicano (laughs) t-shirts? Yes, we do. Okay. It says Chicano art is American art. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because really, you guys really owned this place at one time, right? Yeah, yeah. All my serious, I'm not all this stuff. We're like, in El Segundo. Like L.A., all this stuff, right? Yeah. El Segundo. What That's is El Segundo where we're sitting mean? right now. This is the city that we're in. El what, what is El Segundo? It means mean? the second. Hmm? The second. The second. Yeah, like number the first two. and then you have the number second. one. <laughs> you get the number two motherfuckers. Yeah. Segundo. El first. Uh, El second. El second. Yeah, because you're you're this telling me you're you're third generation, right? Mexican. Third generation. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been here, Mike, in this era since this was Mexico, like his family. My my grandmother was born in Tucson, uh, when it was Mexico, and then she woke up one day and it was U.S. The next day, you know, so she didn't cross the border. The border crossed her. This is where we live in, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, it's really a pleasure to meet you. I'm, I'm not kidding. I've seen you fight a lot of times, man. Well, I've seen you on television quite yeah, a few Ferocious, times. ferocious. You had an attack that... Thank you very you, much. You couldn't be stopped. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get in the ring with you. <laughs> I don't want to get in the ring no more either. No? I for charity. No. I do for charity. How was your relationship with Gus D'Amato? Very close. Yeah, I bet, huh? Very close. I was very close, but I knew not to get too close. Yeah. That kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's some... Did Gus get high? Nah. He drank, but yeah. extreme disciplinary. Yeah. He'll go on fashion for 30 days just for the hell of it, just to see if he's strong. Who was the doctor? What's his name? 
The, who, the fight, the um, Freddy Pacheco. Freddy Pacheco. I, yeah. I met him. How was he in your corner? Uh, he was never in my corner, but he was really a, a good man. And by the time um, I was fighting, he was an awesome commentator. Yeah, yeah, he was good. That's when I met him in in those days, man. It was a. That was a. I've been a boxing fan since I was yeah. born. I grew up in the shadow of Olympic Auditorium. Really? Yeah. In, in, in a, I used to see, um, when I was a young man. Yeah, yeah. 12, 13, I used to watch films of, um, what's his name, Rumor Alvarez, Bobby Chacon. Then I got old, I watched Bobby Chacon, because he was a little boy when he started fighting. So, like, in his like his late 20s, early 30s, I started watching him, and he was just a war Bobby Chacon was Salvador Sanchez. Ooh, fuck. Oh, they don't Danny know Danny Little Red Lopez? No, that's good to be Sanchez. Oh, they don't know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, oh, shit. Uh, you ever seen film, films of Art Aragon fighting? Yes, yes, in the 50s. That was in the Olympic Auditorium. Yeah, in the 50s. And everything that happened in L.A., and it was in, it's a Korean church now. You see it from the freeway, from the mm. 10 as you're going out east. And and everything was there. Boxing, wrestling, roller derby. Uh, they filmed Rocky there. The Olympics were there. And it's the most historic building. But it's, it's, But I used to watch roller derby. There as a little kid because you could get in free on Tuesday. It was women's that night. Television. Yeah, it's been there forever, huh? Well, your father boxed in the navy, right? Chich. Yeah, he was boxing yeah. in the navy. Yeah, and we we're just talking about how hard that sport is. The sport of boxing, so that's a tough way to make so a buck. Psychological dude. sport more than anything. Yeah, it's, I would think if it's more when, psychological than physical. Yeah, well, what do you think of the UFC? Or, uh, you. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, I like it too. I watch it a lot. That stuff. I like it. I a watch lot. that more than fighting. Yeah, because this is what I know. Yeah, I can look at a match and I'm not sure this is going to be good enough. I can look at you and know I'm going to get entertained. It's. Uh, you know, I know. It's just you're going to get entertained. Yeah. You don't know those guys. If I don't know these guys, I'm going to UFC. Yeah. And that's just the real deal. Yeah, I, I watch it a lot. My wife sits through it and she watches it too. She's Russian. Yeah, my wife watches it as well. We just watch it. We, we know Dana and stuff, and we like to see him succeed. So we just watch it She just well. doesn't like to watch politics, but she likes to watch oh, My wife UFC. loves yeah. politics. But she'll watch it during dinner. <laughs> I, swear. I, I, want, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask, what are some of the uh, the best Chi Chi Chong memories that you guys uh, that you guys could share with us? Who's some of the people you met, man, during the years? Got everybody. Meet any president? We used to play basketball in our in Tommy's driveway with Bob Dylan. Really? Yeah. He's a cool dude. I've yeah. Oh, they had a guy had a shot. We beat his ass. Beat too. his ass, man. Beat his ass. But uh, but he had a cool shot, and we used to hang out because we all lived in Malibu out there and Point doing that. <laughs> Did but, you guys ever meet Flip Wilson and all those guys out there? Did you ever meet Flip Wilson? Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. No, Richard Pryor. I with Richard a bit. Oh, God. Sam Kinison used to live next door to mm. me out there, too. I knew Sam. Yeah. He was, he was crazy. The boo. Lived down the boo for a long time. Uh, Cheech and Chong, right? It's like, you know, I think... Did you say boo for frog? No, boo. Uh, the boo. Malibu. To, to the locals, they call it the boo. You ever heard of boo for... Both for Oliveris? No. The Toad DMT? Oh, yeah. The God Monocle? Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I don't know the guys. Oh, that's a high that will last for you. You got a lighter there? Lighter is really <laughs> Thanks, good, sir. yeah. 
Uh, yeah. No DMT guy, let's see, huh? No DMT. I, uh, uh, no, I don't think so. I checked out of that scene at some point. I respect that. Yeah. He was, he just, is that the guy that just died? No, that DM, no that's, that's DMX. DMX. DMT is like, um. Oh, that. A natural. Yeah, yeah, that one. Monocle, we call it the God monocle. Yeah. yeah. You got, you got, you got, have you, have you got, yeah, have you guys ever experienced the, the bullfrog? No. In that sense, no? Yeah. No, I stay away from dangerous drugs like that. Oh, no, not a drug of the medicine. What is that, the bullfrog? It's uh toad, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's the toad. It, it's, it's a frog that hibernates 11, 11 months out of the year, right, Mike? Or 10, ten months, months out of the year? 10 months. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 10 months out of the year. Streets, uh, yes. And they distract the DNT off of it, and you can, you can smoke it. After pus. You know, licking the toad. Oh, licking the toad. Oh, that's the We don't lick the one. You take the pus, you put it in the mirror, it hardens, you make it in the fine sand. Yeah. And what's the, the effect? What's, what, um, what's the effect? Yeah, the closest experience to God that you ever had in your life. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a hallucinogen. Yeah, yeah. Where does it come from? South America? South no, South? it's... it's it's Mexican. It's... Uh, it's northern Mexico and uh, and and southern Arizona. Okay. But they also have them in Colorado, but this is one thing that Mike has experienced that has been... There's you know, 17 times. Really? Does it, is it the same experience every time or different every that's time? What I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm baffled about because how does it know to attack that part of your brain that won't repeat the same thing? Huh. Normally, your mind's made to repetition, repetition. That will drive us some crazy repetition. But it doesn't at all. It switches. It's just blind. It sucker punches the brain. That's what mm -hmm. it does. Boom, you get something that you anticipated from the last couple of times. It just doesn't work that way. Huh. It's not going to let you do what you want to do. Interesting. What you think you want to do. That You're not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not doing it. Yeah. I'm in control. It, it takes away everything. Once your ego is gone, you're going to be the biggest bitch in the world. <laughs> and that's what we're made out of, ego. Yeah, yes. Without our ego, we're in a lot of trouble. Don't believe that stuff. We're in a lot of happiness. It. Yeah, but it's not the enemy. Without it, oh. And that's what the toad does. It gives you that happiness. And you say, and it says, dying is beautiful. If this is dying, is beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's what the toad says. So go lick a toad. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to smoke it. No, really. Smoke it. I'll lick a toad. You smoke a toad. <laughs> if you lick a toad, you got to get a different. It's not the same. Okay. Fun. I'm not going to do that then. I know where you're going. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there a couple of times. I, yeah, I could dig it. I, that's why I asked you that. You got kids? Yeah, I have kids. How many? I have eight kids. Eight kids? Yeah. I've been busy. I have three kids that still live with us. I have either a 10-year-old a 12-year-old, and an 18-year-old. Oh, man. Nice. Do they live here? And with you here? Yes. Yeah. One of them lives, the 18-year-old lives in our house in Vegas. In Vegas? Yeah. Yes. Henderson, huh? Yes, because he goes to school in USC, but he has to go to school on on television, I think. Yeah. Oh. On Zoom. Zoom school, yeah. On oh, Zoom. But he goes to SC? Yeah, he's a Trojan. Yeah. He's never, been, never been in his class before. My wife is, goes to USC. Really? She's doing her doctorate in uh, a, a piano performance. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I grew up in the shadow of my, USC. My son is such an interesting guy. He, he goes to these places. Um, he's a, I'm not, I'm, 
I'm gonna say Mercy's a missionary. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a really? Mercenary. But he's a missionary, and he goes to all these places. He goes places I wouldn't think about going, like Haiti and all these places. And he does his mission stuff, you know, praise the Lord, Jesus, and all that, whatever it this is. is good. But, he's um, spreading love. That's just what he's about. And he don't he go for he don't he he I gave him a nice Cadillac truck. He traded it in for, and I said, "I'll get you a new one." He said, "No, that's okay." He traded all that stuff in for one of those one fifty Rams. Of course, one, one of those hillbilly cars. <laughs> but that's just who he is. Yes, you know, he's, he's an individual. Yeah, he doesn't want no money. He doesn't want to take nothing from me. He wants to get everything on his own. And I'm saying, fool, I wish I had me. I was you, and I was you, my father. Yeah, um, I said, okay. I, that humbles me so much. He said, I don't want nothing from this you. This is good, man. Yeah. But he never said the disrespect. He said, no, Dad, I'm okay. He won't take any money from me or nothing. Wow. It's interesting. I'd, I'd have to discipline him. <laughs> I'd have to make him take something. Yeah, I mean, that's my ego, though. Yeah. I want to be able to do something from him. Yeah. The fact that I, don't, I can't do anything from, for him, it, it baffles me a little bit. Yeah. It takes away some part of my fatherhood. Yeah, at least I believe it does. Well, you know, you get approval of his life, of his choices. You know, that that strengthens he, he, listen, his faith. He's been making him. all the right choices so yeah, far. This is good. Approve of them. He's a good, he's a he's a good kid. I don't I don't know Mike, but I can tell he's a good kid. Oh, he's a straight kid. Never cheated on his girlfriend. Never. He's just not that guy. Yeah. in God. All he's a, yeah. He's a, this is good for him. He's a young preacher. Doing good, spreading spreading help out there. That's good, man. Yeah, I'd be proud of him. He's too good for me, really. Yeah. I'm, I really let over him know that. that one. <laughs> you let I don't let cheese with him. Yeah, let him know that. This is good, man. Yeah, I'm glad you're happy in life be. now. Huh? I'm glad you're happy in life now. Yeah, life, look, happiness is the moment. Yes, it is. What possessed you to get that tattoo on your face? I thought it was beautiful. I, but what what was the impulse to do that? I don't know. I just wanted to. There you go. That's a commitment, huh? No, nah, it's not a commitment because you have to look at um, our life and our body. We belong to the world. We are we are um, yeah a map, and the world's rightness is all on us. What do you think started this whole tattoo craze? I mean, there's everybody's got tattoos all over everywhere and everywhere you go. No, as time, the world. as time goes on and generations go on, people evolve and become more conscious mm-hmm. trying to find out who they are, where they came from. Uh-huh. You think that's what's going on right now? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Do you want a tattoo? No. But it's not but it's not the con- but it's not you the tattoo. You don't have a tattoo. I don't it's the have consciousness. A you, you Why don't you have a tattoo? It's consciousness. Looks like it hurts. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand what you mean. And 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 this advertising because it's so visible. You know, because from the time you got this tattoo to now, tattoos, face tattoos are very common. But it wasn't in... No, when, not when I did it. Not when you guy. did it. No, it wasn't like, it's like, you know, the commitment at that time, at that in level. In that state of mind, I was in that, I was in a really ferocious state of yeah. mind. But now it doesn't, it's, it's evolved and, and doesn't indicate that anymore. But it's, it's prevalent everywhere. You know, we, we live in God creates. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what's going on. I we know. don't even understand who we... Listen, we may th- I may think I'm 55, but I don't know who I am. I don't know how fucking old I am. Before, <laughs> before Jesus, Jesus um, Caesar were born, how did they tell how old they were? Like, how did Alexander the Great and those guys tell their age? My moons? Yeah. 
How do we know how old we are? It's it's arbitrary. <laughs> we we yeah. agreed to it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Exactly, man. What do you say? Uh, that this world was created off of somebody getting high. That's what I heard. Yeah, somebody got high and said, hey, we're going to make this look like this. We're going to put the clouds here. We're going to put the water here. That's what I heard. Before I steal it. No, please, it would be a pleasure to give you this as a souvenir. Just let me use it. I don't know about you guys, but I am really fucked up. Really? I am so high to the highest of hightivities. Who am I smoking? The Reds, baby. This is ours. What is this? Oh, uh, that's is, the ranch. Is this the ranch? Road like good. the ranch. Look at the back. Ranch is good. Yeah, really? Tyson ranch, yeah. That's right. You should be a rancher. Inhale the love, baby. Inhale the love. I hope ours is half this good. <laughs> I don't want this to ever end right now. <laughs> Just stay here for two days, guys. Bring, bring, out, bring out the mushrooms, Mike. Baby. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> I haven't done the mushroom for a while. It's probably going to hit me so hard. Oh, uh, no, not the shroomy days. God. Man, those... Uh, I don't think I could do it right now, man. No. Yeah. Oh, you they, know who I met? I was just in this movie, and Lenny Kravitz was in it. Oh, that's and, my buddy. And he, and he talked really good about you, man. That's my buddy, Lenny. Yeah. Lenny, my buddy. That was interesting. And look how good he looks. God damn. That's his job. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Yeah. Beautiful brother. Yeah, he's, he's a good kid. Kid, kid. So he, what's going on? But he grew up me. on Cheech and Chong, too. Yeah. Yeah, because he grew up in L.A. Him and Sla- <laughs> Slash from, yeah, uh, from Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, yeah. They went to Beverly High. They were the... Two black kids in Beverly yeah, two High. Black Jewish kids, yeah, yeah, right? two black <laughs> Jewish kids. Yeah, exactly. They had to stick together, baby. Yeah. Describe you. How would your career? How would you describe you guys' career, like in a nutshell? Or are you guys too high to? Are you guys too high to? <laughs> in a nutshell, we prospered best when we were Pecan. in the moment. Pecan nut. Pecan nuts. <laughs> and I'll say duration or as well, walnut. right? Probably walnut. It's being in the moment, and we've been in the moment for a long stretch in different periods. And that's why we're here, you know, between those, the record years and the stage years, and then, and then the movie years, years, and then after the movie years, and then the separate years, and then the comeback years. And, you know, we've endured through all those years. And I guess it's... Our natural calling. Imagine living yeah. high every day of your life. Yeah, I'm at that level on much. And I know it's just an incredible feeling being high and have the high. And I thought high meant like, hey, we're fucked up. A high is the highest form of thinking. Not this high. No, this high is my <laughs> high is the highest form of thinking right now. I don't want you guys to leave. We should put these guys <laughs> in straight jackets and just keep them here, huh? Uh. So what you guys going to do after this? Something. You uh, guys going to separate once you leave here? Hey, you reggae. Go we, live in the, we live in the same neighborhood. Yeah. We always kind of eventually move next to each other for some reason over the years. I move and he follows me. I follow him. I see that. I yeah. see that. That's okay. That's like, yeah, since oh, 1969. 
It was, uh, it was Vancouver was like the San Francisco of, of Canada during the hippie period. It was like, like San Francisco. So that's. That Vancouver is so fucking clean though, right? It's very clean, yeah. I yeah. wonder what the fuck am I doing here, man? It's you, a beautiful place. You eat off the floor, Vancouver. It's Hungcouver now. Hungcouver. Hungcouver. It's 70 percent Chinese now. Really? Yeah. More like 80. Is it 80? That's beautiful, baby. Wow. Yeah, everybody lives. We're it, taking it, over. It always had a big Chinese. It was has the second biggest Chinatown everybody in North America. Everybody love each other. Yeah, they were good. That's all love really each other. Like it. Hungcouver, huh? <laughs> Is they called? Oh man, this is so. Um, can you just line the blood, please? Okay. That's some good weed, man. That is mm. some good weed. Oh, uh, I'm curious. You're with your cellmates with uh, with the with the Wolf of Wall Street. Jordan yeah. Belford. Jordan Belford. Check this story out. Man. Did, you, did you know this, Mike? We never had sex. Wait, I'm sorry. I said we never had sex. <laughs> what about Jordan? But we were cellmates. You know him? Jordan's a cool guy. That's a, he I, was Tommy's cellmate. Yeah, I thought Jordan was a cool guy. I saw him talk to him once on, I think, Zoom, but I think he was a guy. Everybody's not what the press say they are. I know that. Next time you see Jordan, ask him about uh, the Stallone, Sly Stallone. Okay. I remember that. <laughs> hey, what about Sly? <laughs> Uh, a very interesting story. What do you guys think about the set, man? This I like it. It's yeah. relaxing. It'd make a nice warehouse. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> well, yeah. guys, you guys, thank you guys, man. This is this has My been pleasure, awesome, man. man. You guys it's are been an honor. You guys are iconic, man. Iconic in this. Is that a true? I never in a million years I'll be interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna wear, I'm gonna wear this hat now all the time. <laughs> And, and, and any any last words here, Mike? Man, I uh, I'm stuck for words, man. This yeah. is a real um, <laughs> keep on doing. Honor. Yeah, keep on honor. doing what you're doing, it's brother. Honor. Really, thank you. Really, yeah. she can fuck it. <laughs> Try to be a little more Mike Tyson, though. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be humble to this, brother. All right, uh, that's it, guys. Chi Chi Chong, Mr. Triple C. And it's Mike Tyson. It's, this is the one. This is my well, best all-time greats um, right there podcast ever. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We out.